I'm Carol Cohn, and welcome to Purpose 360, the podcast that unlocks the power of purpose to ignite business and social impact. Today, we have a fascinating discussion with the social entrepreneur, Ben Heinkel, who co-founded the Ethical Clothing Company. It's a search engine that helps us find clothing that's ethically made, clothing that has values in it in terms of where it's sourced, how it's made, the, the people who make it. And it's also a great search engine for little tiny brands all across Europe and soon to be in the U.S. The company was founded by Ben and his partner, Jack Hesketh, because they wanted to have something that truly supported their personal values. And they looked at the clothing industry and the amount of turn of fast fashion in the clothing industry. They knew the fact that there are over 90 million tons of textile waste is now generated each year. They knew that clothing that is synthetic or treated with chemicals can take up to 200 years to biodegrade. That's something that is similar and as toxic as discarded tires or plastic in landfills. So I love the passion. I love the vision. Let's hope that they are going to be wildly successful because I think that we could use a little less of throwaway fast fashion and a lot more of clothing that is well-made, that is made with humanity, fair labor, no chemicals, minimal amounts of water, a minimum amount of transportation to get to us that makes us look good and feel good. So let's get into it. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thank you. Happy to be here. So Ben, I just want to start out with what is ethical clothing? I mean, you know, we all put on clothes every day. We're always thinking about, am I going to buy something? Am I going to recycle something or whatever? During the pandemic, obviously, we wore lots of different clothing. But this is quite a new concept. Just share with our listeners, like, what is ethical clothing? I think a lot of attention gets paid to to things like organic food and um you know the, the 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 effect that we have on on the planet with the kind of things that we buy, but not a lot of people talk about what goes into making your clothes. Who makes who makes your clothes? What what kind of material use, is used? Uh, the, the, the chemicals that end up going into the into the ground because of because of the materials that you use. Basically, this uh, ethical clothing was born from from a need that both Jack and I had. Um, of trying to find ethical and sustainable brands. And, and we found that, that there was a lot of small brands all over Europe, all over the world, all over the US uh, that were doing great things, but uh, they just didn't have the resources to, to put their word, to, to put their name out there and, 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 and to get clients and, you know, to just make themselves, make themselves known, basically. So both of us had just come off um, a, a different startup that I had before, a, a company that, that still runs, and I was looking for, for a different project. And I thought this this is probably just uh, the, the the best thing to sink my teeth into. So you had this idea with Jack. Talk about those really really early days. Like you're sitting around, you're talking about it. Um, how difficult was it to begin to put this together? So just talk about the really early days. So both of us live in in Barcelona, Spain. 
uh, we do spend a lot of time hiking in the mountains close to close to the city. Uh, we both, uh, yeah, we, we, we like nature, so we're out there a lot. Um, and we were both kind of discussing the, the kind of project that we would want to get involved in, in in the future as soon as we were sort of done with the, with the projects that we were working on at that time. One of the things that both of us had very very clear was was the fact that we wanted to make sure that we were spending our time and spending our energy and and, and time on on projects that had values that 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 were in sync with 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 who we were as people. And the idea of just you know having a project that makes money, have it grow, and 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 not really worry about the the kind of values that the project has or or, or that you know how in sync that is with with you as a person. Was something that that we we wanted to avoid. Based on that, starting starting with that, we we thought, you know, w- what are the things that are important for us? What, what are the, the the topics that touch us? Um, and uh, you know, the, the nature was 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 obviously one of them. The the planet itself. Uh, what what can we do? Um, there was a, is constantly a lot of talk on on climate change and and kind of the the options and the choices you make as a consumer. How how that could fit in with all of that. Sort of at at the same time we were we were talking about how difficult it was to find sustainable fashion brands, um, and kind of the the idea came out of that. Um, I'm I, I come from a technical sort of background, so we we were throwing out ideas out there and how we can make this easier for both the brands and and for consumers. Um, and this this kind of organically grew out of that. And, and the reason I ask is that founder stories are always fascinating to me. You know, and why did you go, you know, turn left or turn right? And and actually, we're going to have some of the leadership from Ben and Jerry's on the show soon. And I was just listening to some of their podcasts. And basically, um, you know, they got into ice cream because they couldn't afford to get into bagels uh, because they couldn't afford the equipment. So it's always an an interesting, uh, you know, what is intentional and what is both uh, serendipity. So you had this idea. And how did it, what was it like in the first year? How did you not just build the, the backbone, but how did you get brands? Uh, how did you find them? Um, how did you get them to say, to like join you? Cause you know, you, there must've been some skepticism, like, you know, who's Ben, who's Jack? No, absolutely. And this is, this is something that we've, we figured out pretty quickly in the beginning. And it, it, our, our initial idea was let's get in touch with a lot of these brands, tell them what we do, give them a, a little bit of our, our background so that they know we're we're not just uh, you know two two random people sitting sitting in a in a shed somewhere, right? Um, but, <laughs> exactly. But, but people with a little bit of experience and that that can deliver. Um, so we spent two or three months uh, a lot on the phone talking to brands and, and trying to understand uh, if they saw value in, in in what we were trying to put together. It was difficult. It was really difficult. In, a, a lot more so than than I thought. So I, I thought, you know, dumping a quick CV on the phone would would have them say, "Okay, this person seems to know what he's talking about." But but they didn't. Um, they just basically said, "Right, we're we're really busy with what we do uh, at the moment. Your site doesn't have any traffic. I, I really don't have the time to spend with you." There you go. There's a reality. Okay. Right. So you know that reality check kind of hit pretty pretty early on, and we were trying to look at. Um, right. What 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 can we do to to move ahead with this project and to get that traffic before we can go back to these brands and say, hey, now I, I'm I'm back here. I have a lot of traffic. Um, can we talk now? 
So that's that's basically the approach that we're taking now. We have we have some brands that that we have an agreement with, and other brands where we just drive them traffic for free at this point. Ah, okay. The idea from there is just to build up the project to a to a certain point where we can get in touch with these brands and say, hey, take a look at your analytics. Uh, we've driven X amount of uh, traffic in the in the last couple of months. Can we have a chat? And we're hoping that will be different in the future. So your revenue model ultimately is that you're going to get small portion of sales that are generated from the search engine. Exactly. It's a typical sort of affiliate networking uh, model. Was there a tipping point when all of a sudden you started getting more and more brands to say, oh, yeah, great. You know, you've got the traffic and, and there's the chicken and the egg. You know, you need enough brands to be on the search engine and you need to have the, you know, the eyeballs. And exactly. so, yeah. So ha- one, how'd you build um, people, uh, viewers? And uh, then um, what was the tipping point? I think I think it's a typical sort of marketplace problem. Now, you you, you you both need to 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 get um to, to get supply and demand on on your platform at the same time and and doing that um is it, yeah it's it's difficult definitely so i i think we we haven't reached that tipping point yet i think we're still fairly early in in our journey but we've also realized that at this point it doesn't matter so much for us to get uh to to get those agreements with the brands in place uh, what we're working on for the next six to eight months is let's just work as hard as possible to get that traffic going, to get that traffic to those brands, and after which we will we will we will, we will try again to, to get in touch with them and 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 see how we're received now. But for the moment, it's just heads down, working to get traffic and working to direct the right kinds of consumers to to these brands. And so, what are the guidelines to become an ethical clothing brand? You know, is it 100% of the line has to be totally ethical and environmentally appropriate? You know, how did you come up with that criteria and what are the criteria? One of the things that we decided fairly early on was we don't want to be the gatekeepers of what is considered to be ethical and sustainable. What we do want to do is we want to make sure that the brands that are on the platform are ethical and sustainable. They do have maybe a, a certificate from God, so from 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 somebody else that's known. But I think our, our criteria at this point stops there. What we want to do is we want to get all these brands together and then provide the tools to to users for them to filter out how strict they want to be with with their criteria. So one one of the things that we're working on this year is kind of a, a product rating where. Each product gets a rating depending on the material that's used, on the brand that that's made it, how transparent the brand is, um, and then sort of provide these tools to the consumer so they can do the, the searching themselves. For our listeners, you know, the search engine is more than a search engine, you know, and I'd love you to talk about because you've got blogs, you've got stories on it, you've got the um, the footprint calculator, which um, I, oh God, I went through it and I think, oh, it really <laughs> showed me, you know, I got to like up my game a lot. So it's it's a very educational place, not just I want to go buy something. So can you just, you know, paint it, paint that picture? It has, it has two reasons. So wh- one of them is that we want to provide as many, as many tools and as much information as we can to help people make their decision to help them understand the effects that that non-sustainable uh, clothing has has on the planet, um, and 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 to understand or to to allow them to understand what what really is sustainable and um, things like the fashion calculator are, are kind of made to push people in that direction and 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 show them you know how much how how many clothes are you buying on a regular basis how are you washing these clothes um, what material are they made of. 
Um, how often do you, you know, uh, get rid of them and, and, and get something new? So I think that's that's one one side of it. Trying to to inform consumers about what they've been doing in in the past and what they could do better. Um, and the other is is obviously f- to allow us to get a bigger a bigger foot footprint. If we just had um, the the search engine, it would be more difficult for us to 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 get noticed on social media to start driving that that traffic that we that we need. Um, so in, so in that way we we're trying to build it out um, build build out the offering in, in in a bigger way to provide tools and 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 get the exposure that we're looking for. And I suggest to our listeners, you know, go through that calculator. It's going to be very, very, <laughs> very um, educational. Let's talk about brands that you admire who are doing ethical sourcing and clothing and production uh, well. And also just to our listeners, uh, it's my understanding that the the search engine is just focused on European um, fashion companies, but ultimately that you want to go global. So who's on the, who's on the site and who do you admire? Let's just start there. Who's on the site. So we've got, we've got loads of little brands from, from all over the place. I'm actually not going to give you, um, a, a favorite brand of mine just because I, I don't want to pick favorites on, on our own platform. I don't, don't want to push that in. Um, don't want to promote any one brand over over any of the others. Okay, you don't want to say that my child. Okay, this this <laughs> child I like better than the other child. Okay, I get that. Exactly that. So we, we we do have brands that that do more in terms of in terms of being transparent in terms of uh, certificates uh, where where they get their clothes made. How um, you know if if they if they're fair trade certified and all that. But then you've got you've got some of the smaller brands that just don't have the money for the certificates, um, but they do they do just as well or even better than the bigger brands. So it's uh, yeah, there's there's little nuances all over the place which we hope to be able to address a little bit more with our um, with our product ratings. So what are the characteristics, whether they're reporting or not, because they're too they're too small to report? But what are the characteristics that you're really saying are important to um, an ethical clothing brand? The material is obviously is obviously extremely important. What kind of material do they use? They use an organic cotton or um, a, a linen, maybe. And, and, and where, where does it come from? How is it made? So, so kind of the the transparency behind the um, behind the whole supply chain. Where where does it come from? Obviously, where the the product is made. Is it made here in 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 Europe, close 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 to home, close to where the brand is? Um, what kind of what kind of laws are there for? For, for the workers, are they getting paid uh, fair wages? Um, how, how can we how can we make sure that's actually happening? So there's 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 a lot of a lot of little points to look at. There's also things like you know the the, the dyes being used. What kind of chemicals are they? Are those chemicals certified? Um, are they biodegradable? Um, so yeah, I, I could I could probably go on on <laughs> all all day with 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 the different nuances. It, it sounds like this would be a great place for me to find these little brands that, again, don't have a lot of visibility, but they may just be not only very well made with sustainability in mind, but also great fashion. Absolutely, and that's that's what we what's what we try to do, and, and it's it's one of the main reasons that that we started this is because we saw a lot of little brands, you know, five, ten, fifteen people maybe sitting together working on great fashion. Um, stuff that is that is really amazing, um, and they just don't have the resources to to get out there and to to beat, you know, some of the bigger brands at, at advertising or or at SEO or, or whatever, and they and they and they really struggle. So the idea for us is really to give those people the the exposure that or those brands the exposure that they need um, to make sure that they're around next year, ten years, and 
in 20 years. That, that sounds like a wonderful circular economy and very positive ecosystem. So what are some of the things that you're doing um, to create awareness besides the traditional things? Are there any kind of innovative ways that you're giving exposure to these um, smaller yet innovative clothing companies? At this point, no. I would say I would say we have a lot of we have a lot of ideas for the future of different things that we could do, including um, larger research pieces, um, big analysis, uh, th- these kind of things. At this at this point, however, we need to make sure that that we are sustainable as a business, um, and that that requires us to get to get the traffic um, and 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 to be able to to divert it to to the brands that are sustainable and that that need the traffic to survive. So right now we've we have a small team and we're we're working really hard to just get the traffic um, and stay alive ourselves, start growing, um, and I, I think a lot of a lot of our our crazy ideas will will be we'll we'll be able to implement those in the future. Well, I look forward to those. I understand that you will be expanding to the U.S. and Canada. Um, can can you give us a sense of the timing of that so that we can help create awareness so that more traffic will be driven to your website? Sure, absolutely. I'd love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, since since both of us are based in, in Europe, this is this was an obvious starting point for us um, just to make sure that we've got most, if not all, of, of, of the sustainable brands in Europe on the platform first to try it out, get it, get the MVP out there, make sure that, that it works, make sure that it gets received the way we, 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 ex- we expect it to be received um, and then move to, to other countries. So we've been working on, on the U S and, and Canada brands for the last couple of months. And we are, I would say two weeks away from, from launching that. Mm. Yeah. Being, being able to, to, to make ethical clothing available in the U S and Canada was, was, was a big, a big point for us and a big goalpost that that we should be able to reach in the next couple of weeks. And can you give a, just a general sense of how many different brands you will have on the search engine at that point? Uh, to give you a rough number, I would say uh, 300 in total. And I would say 50% of that would be U.S. and Canada. I can't wait. I am so excited. I can't wait. We're really going to, well, and this will launch around about that time. So we're going to help uh, create awareness. Excellent. I'd <laughs> love to do that. Uh, so what are the challenges that you're having right now launching during the pandemic that we're all still in? Because are have you, have you gotten your team together at all? Or are you all remote? And is that a, a, a benefit or, you know, you don't get to see what each, person's wearing um, so i don't know how much you're like well we gotta we gotta wear the right clothes but i but i knew when i was at edelman everybody you know they took a little you know we were supposed to be cash but everybody wanted to see who was wearing the hippest clothes absolutely i guess i guess with video you can do that a little bit although although not very much i might not be wearing, wearing anything underneath this uh, but you, you wouldn't know <laughs> okay we won't send so. it to our listeners <laughs> um so uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's really been been an issue um, at all for us because from, from the beginning we wanted to make sure it was it was a company that that we could run remotely. Um, Jack and I we, we travel a lot and and some of our uh, our employees do as well, and we we wanted to make sure that that things were as flexible as possible. We we can we always get together um, when when we can in Barcelona at a, at a, a co working space to. You know, sit around and and bounce ideas off 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 each other. But yeah, it's it was it was one of one of the main sort of uh, requirements for us when we started the, the the company was 
to make sure that it was as, as remote as possible and, and flexible on that level. Actually, that's that's the way the, the new social entrepreneur, the new way to do business. So how many people do you have in the company now? So we, we, we're still small. Jack and, and me are the only sort of full-time people. And we've got three other um, kind of contractors that, that help us with various various uh, tasks and things. And what what's your aspiration in, in, a, in a couple of years? What are you thinking, you know, your size, uh, the, you know, again, your global reach? I would really like for ethical clothing to be the one-stop shop for for ethical clothing. So when someone someone thinks of I need a new sweater, um, I want it to be stylish. I need it to be under hundred dollars, and I want it to be as sustainable as possible. The first thing that they think of is our site, um, and that's where they go. And that's that's on 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 a global level. And I think I think that's achievable. And, and curious about um, how you named the company because it's very clear. <laughs> about yes. what it is. But was that a, was that a, I bet it was a challenge. Like, you know, is it going to be a sexy name or is it going to be, you know, something that's alliterative or is it going to be what it is? It wasn't, it wasn't that much of a challenge actually, to be honest. Um, okay. The, the, the name basically came from, from an SEO advantage, really. Uh, okay. Yeah, as, as, a, as a domain name, if you have what it is that you're doing spelled out clearly in your domain name, you get several, or Google gives you several extra points. Aha, uh-huh. okay. Um, so we, we, all, all the help that we could get in the beginning um, to make sure that we were ranking and pulling in the traffic um, was, was, was welcome. So I'm sure at some point in the, in the near future, we will actually come up with a real brand name. But, but for now, this, this is serving as well. Actually, I like the name. <laughs> I, there, there, are t- there are times where I just think, don't make people work too hard. This is true as well. You know, no, I just think, I, I think it's very direct and, and it's great. So how are you fighting? I mean, look, um, years ago, we represented a spree. And this was very, you know, this was early on. This was like in the early 90s. And um, the Tompkins really wanted to be ethical and in the way they were manufacturing. But they also had so many, you know, seasons. And, I, I, you know, at that time I said, how can you be ethical and deal with being socially responsible? And you've got a new line coming in every six weeks. Um, and you know, you've got, you've got that really tough beast to feed, which is, oh, I want fast fashion. I want new, you know, the H&M being the, you know, absolutely H&M actually is trying to do some interesting things these days. So how do you balance that out? And what role do you want to play in terms of attacking that kind of not great spiral of too much stuff, too new, and then it ends up in landfills. That's a difficult question, and it's it's what, what, one of the things we've actually written about on on the blog a little bit the the fast fashion machine and and mm-hmm. you know what what it is, how we can stop it, if we should stop it, what what are the alternatives? Um, I'm I'm trying as much as possible not to get into debates on on how we can we can fix the problem on on the whole at this point considering i i come from more of a of a business background and i don't want to pass myself off as as a sustainable uh, fashion you know guru um but but I, I i definitely think well sustainable fashion doesn't just mean making things sustainably it, 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 and one one of the things that we talk about a lot in the office is the, actually the most sustainable fashion is is the clothes that you already have mm-hmm Right, the stuff that is already in your wardrobe is, and, and keeping that, make sure, making sure that 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 lasts you is probably the most sustainable way of, of um, yeah, of of, of doing things. Because because I think that when I went through the the calculator, 
And one of the things that you ask is how many pieces of clothing do you have in your closet? And I never thought I had a lot, but then when you start counting the t- I didn't count them individually, but I guesstimated. <laughs> but you know, you look at the the t-shirts, um, which is you know my fast fashion for kind of well not fast, but it's my fashion for the pandemic, right? Um, and leggings and things like that. And all of a sudden, you go, "Wow, I do have you know a hundred pieces." And yep. um, I- I'm just curious about this whole thing about the eighty twenty rule, which I don't know is this truth or a myth. That, you know, a lot of, you know, you're reading in them fashion magazines. Well, you know, you only really wear 20% of your entire wardrobe. And so that other 80% you probably should do something with. Is that a real rule, by the way, the 80-20 rule? It's, I think that's the, the Pareto principle. And, and, and I, I see people using that all over the place. I don't know if, it really, if, if, if you can really apply that to, you, to your own wardrobe. <laughs> I don't know. I think it does to me. No, like, not, okay. not in my wardrobe, for sure. Okay, not your wardrobe for, for sure. So, um, but at some point you are making a, a statement about fast fashion in terms of ethical clothing. So, so you say you don't really want to get into the debate, but, but you know, what is the message that you want to give to your consumers that are going to come to your site um, about, you know, is it fast fashion or is it support, you know, these more sustainable clothiers? So... Um, what, what's your message? Our message is think about what you're buying, what, what, you're, what you're putting in your wardrobe, what you're putting on your body, um, how it's made, who it's made by, um, and how sustainable this is for the planet. Obviously, fast fashion is not, not sustainable, not purely because of um, how it's made and who it's made by, which is absolutely terrible in most cases, um, but also just, just the general consumerist act of, of constantly buying and throwing things away every couple of weeks is, is not sustainable, not for us, not, not for the planet. So, so the message is, is basically, yeah, consider the, the, the clothing that you buy when, you, when you're thinking of, of organic, sustainable, um, kilometer zero and, and this kind of thing, and not, not just food and, and other things that have gotten, that have gotten a lot of uh, media coverage over the years. Um, it's it's just as important to think about think about your clothes and and their origins. Now you're two guys, so you would think that you know I'm glad that it's being done by two guys because men love fashion just as women love fashion, and it doesn't have to be high fashion; it can be really usable fashion. But um, do you have plans to bring some women in so you can have the women's point of view as well? Absolutely. As soon as we've got we've got the resources and. and, and to, to build out the team for, for that to, to get sort of a woman's perspective, but also just to have, have a, have a team with, with both men and women in it, in it is, it, it's always, it's, it's nicer. It's better. It, it's more, more comfortable. It, it brings in different ideas. You, you talked about being a serial entrepreneur. So is this your first venture that has purpose and sustainability at the core or do you, have you had others in the past as well? And you just love creating these companies. Well, no, I've had, I've, I've actually intended to, to, to start um, uh, a sustainable fashion label myself more than, more, more than 10 years ago now. Uh, it was difficult because I was living in Europe. Uh, production was, was happening in India at the time, and, and I was uh, absolutely clueless, to be, to be honest. Um, but, it, but at least it allowed me to get my feet wet, allowed me to understand what, what production of sustainable clothing actually involves, um, how, how to bring uh, a brand to market? What what marketing is like for um, for a brand? 
and and basically all the issues that come with with a business like that. And I think that gives me a little bit of an advantage now when when running ethical clothing, just understanding what it's like from from the brand's perspective and and what it's like to be in their shoes. Is the range going to be from fashion to practical? So you talked about. Uh, you and Jack, you were outdoors, you were hiking, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I always, everyone is going to think Patagonia. I mean, Patagonia is so amazing um, because, you know, it's like, you know, their purpose is just to save the planet. And, um, you know, they're very bold. So is it the broad range of fashion and clothing? Because you're calling it ethical clothing. You're not calling it ethical fashion. That's right. No, we, we, we try to get as much um as much of a range going there as possible. From from high fashion we have um yeah, we actually do have some quite a few high fashion brands, um and then some brands that are just complete basics, um and, and, and that are actually yeah, fairly fairly uh, cheap and but 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 still keeping sustainability in mind and, and yeah, so so definitely we, we we try to keep the whole range in there. And when we're even looking at things like sustainable bags, uh, we've got uh, a few sustainable shoe brands as well. So uh, yeah, for, for now this is kind of the range that we're that we're focusing on, and, and not just one one specific niche. Well, that, that that's great. So you know, I really would like to go to a place and and get educated and find all sorts of of new types of clothing. So so that's great. One of my desires, and I don't know if you've got it, is because I found one day years ago I bought the most beautiful T-shirt. The cotton was great; it lasted for forever. And I can't find great cotton um, ethical T-shirts. So probably offline, you're going to have to steer me to this is the one you want to buy because it just feels so good. Um, well, our, our site is definitely where you need to be. Maybe we need to add a filter on it, like a feel-good filter. You know, I that would you love can... that. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, it's just like, I keep looking, believe me, um, I keep looking. Um, you know, you're a serial entrepreneur and um, you've started this company and you know, are there one or two lessons that you say, gee, I've already learned X, Y, Z that I would like to share with anyone who's thinking about starting an ethical company doing X um, so that they might get a quicker um, uptake of their idea and success? I, I think my, my suggestion is probably more more um, more general than than just somebody trying to start start an ethical or a sustainable company. To have the project or the company that you're working on be in line with your values is probably what you need to be to be in it for for, for the long run. Um, you know, if, if after working five ten years on 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 a, on a project and you you realize that your values are not really in sync with with, with the project, it makes it very very difficult for you to continue. So my my suggestion is, is is one of my suggestions is to make sure that that uh, the project or the company is 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 aligned with, with with your values, and that will make it easier for you to get up every day and and, and you know have the energy. There will there will be difficult times and there will be hard times, um, but if but I, th- I think if if the if you're aligned with 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 what you're doing, um, you 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 will be able to get that that strength to wake up every morning and and, and go in for the next ten years if that's what's required. I'm just curious with you and Jack. So how do you, uh, there's only two of you leading this. So how do you um, call the break a tie when you, you want to go one direction and Jack wants to go another direction? Because you talked about values as a filter. 
Yep. So I'm just curious because that could be uh, interesting, you know, like Ben and Jerry, you know, <laughs> when they had to make a decision. So I'm curious, how do you uh, break that tie? I don't know. Luckily, we 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 haven't come to sort of a, a stalemate or, or or a point yet where we've we've been completely opposed with with, with our ideas and our, our our opinions. We 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 respect each other and, and each other's opinions, and we can usually sit down, like, like you said, sit down, have a beer, um, <laughs> discuss discuss the points that we need to discuss, and come come to a come to a conclusion. I, I don't know. Um, if we ever if if we get to that that bridge, we'll see we'll see how to cross it. This has been a wonderful conversation, and I can't wait to help promote what you're doing because I think it's a great idea. Um, it's it's time is now, and so we're we're totally bought into it. Thank you very much. Oh, it's our pleasure. It, it, we always like to leave the last comment to our guest. So, um, you know, we've got thousands of people around the globe who listen to us of all different stages in their, you know, they're either uh, developing purpose in a company, they're executing it, they're um, a graduate student that wants to really bring their values to work, either creating or in a company. So, you know, what's what's the last few words that you'd like to, to share that we haven't um, discussed or you want to um, emphasize? Um, just sort of the, the recommendation to, to everybody that the next time that they, they, they buy a piece of clothing to take a little bit of, of a deeper look and to see where, where the piece was made and how it's made um, and, and to, to understand sort of the, the life cycle of that product um, and then decide if, if, if this is really something that you want to support or not. Okay. And then where do people find you? Uh, what is the, what's your URL? So we're at ethical-clothing.com. The U.S. site will be launched in two weeks. At the moment, it's just Europe. But yeah, you can find you can find all our tools, all the information that we spoke about today, um, everything right there on that on that on that domain. Well, super, Ben. So I I wish I got to let you go back to work because I know that you know that you don't have lots and lots of hands, but you have a tremendous amount of energy and conviction. So Ben Hankel, a co-founder of Ethical Clothing. I think this is such a needed idea. Um, I can't wait till the weekend where I've got some more time to like go all around the site and see who you're representing. And we will share this out. And I trust that, um, you know, in three to five years, you will just be so successful and there'll be a lot less fast fashion and a lot of us who can look great, feel great. And know that um, our uh, dollars are going to um, really help the planet as well as help us look great. That's the dream. Thank you very much for having me, Carol. Oh, it's our pleasure. Okay, thank you. And best wishes for incredible success. Thank you. Thank you.